If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are. Happy Fantasy Draft Friday to everyone in the sports universe. It is September the 2nd, 2022. This is AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carbella saying happy season two, Aaron, of football on the AM Drive. I know. We made it uh, We made it over a year now, and uh, very excited. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for just picking games and football being Woo-hoo. back. And it's a... It's a weird sense of comfort. Like, you know, you have these weekends that just, you know, football on the TV screens all weekend. And I don't know, there's something like kind of calming and, you know, I don't know, something real good about it. Fall fall is good. The oh, weather's yeah, changing. Yeah. The weather's changing. The football's on. Not a lot to, not a lot to be <laughs> mad about when, uh, when, that, when that happens. Love it. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com to shop our shop. Our merchandise, really. Also, you can find the YouTube link, or you can search um, AM Drive with Mike and Aaron on YouTube. Aaron, I like to let the people know about a new partner we have. But I don't know if I should show the graphic on here or Monday. Should I do it now? Yeah, I think you should announce it and then show the graphic leading up to it. The AM Drive. And the AM Drive Weekend Kickstart will be and is supported by WagerWire. Give me a hand of applause, man. A hand of applause? Or a round of applause. Woohoo! Okay, you can, you can. Woohoo! Oh, that was the wrong way. Thank you. Um, <laughs> our good friends at WagerWire are busy building the stub hub for sports bets. For the first time, you'll be able to buy and sell previously placed sports bets on an easy-to-use marketplace. Plus, they sync with your favorite sports books to show you all of your bets in one portfolio. You can even sell just part of a bet and lock in your profits without having to bail on your team. Drop them a follow and enter your email at wagerwire.com for early access. If you do... You'll be entered to join them with Brett Favre week three on a special Wager Wire Live. And again, if you haven't seen the Twitter page yet, you might as well. It's on AM Drive TV. You can check out the weekend kickstart and save it in your spaces. Because next Friday, every Friday this NFL season, 7 to 8 Eastern, it's your boy and occasionally this guy. But you you named it, so I have to give you all the credit there. I mean, it's it's a it's a team effort, Mike. We're a team. We're the AM drive. It's not the A drive or the M drive, but yeah, I'm super excited for this. I will be probably on a majority of of these Friday weekend kickstarts, and and we'll be talking about bets. We'll be talking about wagers. We'll be talking about you know previewing games and and anything else that goes on in the sports world to get you 
ready for the weekend in sports. So make sure you're checking out our Twitter spaces. I'm super excited for that. I've never actually hosted <laughs> a Twitter space. I've, I've like talked on Twitter spaces, but um, this is really cool. And those Twitter spaces, I think they can record too. So maybe we'll put yes. those up on our, on our Spotify channel and things like that. So. Hey, it might be all exclusive. Who knows? Well, yeah. All right. Well, thank you to Wager Wire. And now let's get back. Because remember, next week we're going to have them as our as our partner. Just want to tease that for you guys. The chips they covered late. The blue bag of Doritos, if you will, were down by as much as thirty six to Oklahoma State. Who, Aaron, I'll, I'll I'll give us no credit here because we both kind of said CMU would keep it close. You said I don't know if Oklahoma State's going to come out, but as always, Vegas knows better than we. And they were up, but hey, late cover helps out. But Oklahoma State did kind of run away with this thing like Vegas thought it would. Just the backdoor cover was kind of cute. Yeah, I uh, I think we were actually just on the wrong end of this, but we got lucky. <laughs> I mean, it took it took basically Oklahoma State putting in their second and third team guys for the chips to come back and really make this a fourteen point game, which this was never that close. I believe it was like 51 to 20 going into the fourth quarter or something like that. 51, 22. So yeah, they were definitely getting over on them. Um, but Hey, a cover is a cover. Like you said, good teams win, great teams cover. So uh, thank you for the chips on that one. It helped me uh, help the three teamer that we got tonight. And this was all three of my games were really tough uh, in my three team parlay uh, last night. So this was one of them. It was actually more of the easier one, <laughs> so to speak. Because of the big number, but uh, yeah, congratulations, Coach Gundy, uh, for getting his 150th. And Oklahoma State's on the board, one to know. Yep, not much to say about that, but maybe Mike Gundy got something for the um for Oklahoma Sooners this year, considering they have a new look. Maybe Oklahoma State can beat them out a few times. We'll see. Well, then you got Spencer, Spencer Sanders, who you know started off a Heisman campaign <laughs> with a bang, 406 passing yards and six touchdowns. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I mean. Those that's always a good start. I know. I know. Central Michigan was a shell of itself last year, but uh, hey, six touchdowns is nothing to slouch at. Agree. Living up to the billing, Pittsburgh escaped West Virginia. It yes. took a it took a battle of a piss and poop for this one because Kenan Slovis <laughs> and JT Daniels were just as bad as we advertised them yesterday. <laughs> they were not good. JT Daniels, in typical USC overrated quarterback fashion, threw a pick six, and that was how Pitt rallied. They were down seven, tied it up. West Virginia looked like they were going to like kick a field goal and win it, and they got cute, and Pittsburgh said, no, we're taking this one 56 yards our yard direction. Just, hey, good for Pitt, but I wouldn't be excited about this. No, it's it's not anything to be happy about if you are Pitt because, you know, nothing against West Virginia, but this isn't a team that you really should have struggled with. Now, another team in my uh, in my parlay here, Pittsburgh, like you said, I, they had to struggle to, to, to win this backyard brawl. Uh, the defense, which was supposed to be their calling card, gave up 31 points uh, to JT Daniels and company. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be happy if I was Pitt. You get out of there with a win. You know, you have to look take week one with a grain of salt, too. I mean, these guys don't get a preseason like the pros do. 
ultimately, I think Pittsburgh still has a chance to uh, kind of right that ship. Kedon Slovis didn't play terribly. I don't know. A lot of people on on Twitter and things were roasting him. I don't think he played terribly. He didn't play well. But uh, there's room. There's there's an upside there. There's room for improvement, and that defense has just got to get better. Otherwise, the, the the season they expect to have will be thrown off by the lack of defense. If that's going to be the case for for the uh, for the for the team here, I mean, I, I don't know. Panthers. Yeah, for the for the Panthers, I, I don't know what else to say really with that. As far as um, West Virginia shouldn't have been a team you struggled with, and shouldn't have been a team you gave up thirty one to. Agreed. Um. Another thing is, I think I believe you picked Pitt in your ACC predictions. I mean, I don't know how much thought you put into that, but I, I picked didn't pick North Pitt Carolina. at all. I thought you I did pick, pick Pitt. No, I didn't pick Pitt at all. I could have swore you had um, you were more confident on Pitt. I mean, I, I'm fine with him. I mean, like I said, like Kidon Slovis is not a slouch in terms in the grand scheme of quarterbacks in college football. He's probably a mid tier guy, and you're going to be able to win games with a mid tier guy. That's fine. Uh, like I said, you know, with week one, things are going to get a little wonky. These guys don't have preseasons. They have camps, but they don't scrimmage against other teams. So, you know, week one, like if the CMU-Oklahoma State game was in week four or five, Cowboys probably don't let CMU come back in that spot because they're playing for style points. Week one, a little different. You just get that win and you worry about you know, being sexy later for the for the for the panel for the college football playoff. Yes, right now you just get that win. I mean, for me, Pitt escaping with that win is fine. Ultimately, I think Clemson uh, will probably win the ACC this year with that just incredible defense, uh, and then hopefully DJ Lately. Yeah, he's horrible. How of horrible is the right word? He's not. He slimmed down supposedly. But the thing is, he you're saying he's bad based on the fact that they've just gone through Taj Boyd, Trevor Lawrence, and Deshaun Watson. So it's it's Standard an unfair here, comparison. Correct, but he's not bad. I think he's fine enough to win in a terrible ACC division. Fair enough. Or conference, yeah. Or conference, excuse me, conference, yeah. I, I threw this one in here because it was part of your three-teamer, I believe, and I was high on this game. I thought it was a very underrated game of the week. Sean Clifford in Penn State. I don't know if you caught the heroics in this one, but Sean Clifford pulled his inner JT Daniels out of one hat. Then the other hats, he pulled out a game-winning touchdown pass to ice the game and beat the Boilermakers of Beck. So Purdue actually played this one well. I thought Purdue was going to win the game. I had a plus three and a half. And once you know it, that touchdown made him lose by four because that's just how it works. But I thought this was a very good game. I feel like Sean Clifford, the whole reason I had him to lose in Penn State is because he threw interceptions to the other guy, but Purdue did not. And yet he rebounds from his pick six. He's a gamer, if anything. I've learned that from Sean Clifford over the six years. I believe he's been the quarterback. Yeah, it does feel that way. Um yeah, yeah, this was the the one that I had to sweat out and complete my my parlay um, Good you know, job today for you, though. or last night. But yeah, it was it was nice. But I did not like the sweat. And and the fact of the matter is, is you know Penn State, if they want to be you know anything in the Big Ten, no offense to Purdue, but this is a team you just really have to beat with kind of relative ease. And they did not. I mean, they 
they needed everything Good in their they, need, they needed everything in their power to to beat Purdue. And albeit on the road, I understand that, but uh, yeah, Sean Clifford's. He's I can't okay. figure. I can't figure out what to make of this guy. I mean, he does put up the numbers. He is Mr. Glass. The guy gets hurt all the time. Did you see that that dive uh, that the Purdue defender uh, went? I don't think it was on purpose, but the fact the fact of the matter is, is like he tackled him down around that you know that repaired ACL. Of uh, so of course that you know never goes well. Um, Penn State's Penn State's in trouble if this is the way they're going to play. So I know that. A lot of people are high on Penn State this year. And, again, week one. They're supposed to have the defense too, right? That's what I'm saying, though. You know, week week, week one, don't panic. But this was not a good start to the season for Penn State. Yep, the button has been moved into the room, as Kevin Wilds on First Things First said. The panic button is not impressed, but it's being set up. Okay. Yeah, that's a a good thing. Uh, That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it was a – it was uh, an impressive end, I will say, to the game. I will say that, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you're Penn State, don't feel don't feel proud about this win. I, even if your coach calls it a gutsy win, who was the coach? That's that James Franklin guy, right? Yes, yes. His his first words were first word were gutsy win. I, I don't I don't agree with that. I don't either. But I'm the same people are so. Um, when we come back, we're picking the games. On Saturday and one on Sunday, because Aaron's got a Aaron's a homer. But stay tuned also for the AM Drive Five and it is Fantasy Drive Friday. Don't go anywhere. We got a lot more to go. We'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for twenty six dollar hoodies. shirts, even $13 mugs. High-quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest-priced merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next-generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the Vice Golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. All right, and welcome back here to the AM Drive here on this Fantasy Draft Friday, this 
College Football Friday edition, and we are presented by Fanatics. It's very simple. If you want the best in sports memorabilia, merchandise, and apparel, you have to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what? Click that thing up there, that F thing up there thing, yeah. Well played. Yes, great. Fantastic. <laughs> yes, you, you got to click the F, and when you click that F, it takes you into the Fanatics store where you can shop until your heart's content by <laughs> clicking and adding to cart times a million. And when you do that, it helps out this AM Drive show tremendously. And for that, we thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Did I hurt your feelings? No, I'm okay with coming in second place out of two. Oh, oh well. Hey, good website, right. though. Good website. It is. I mean, like you said, college football starting up, NFL starting up, basketball and hockey are right around the corner, MLB playoffs. It's all coming up here. You got to be ready. You got to be ready to support your favorite teams and, and show your team pride at Fanatics. Even if they right. retire early. Yeah. Exactly. That's still your team pride. I love that jersey, man. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. Let's get to the straight into the hammer down, okay? It's number five Notre Dame with new head coach Marcus Freeman. It's number two Ohio State with Ryan Day. CJ Stroud, Trevion Henderson, the running back. Um Jackson Smith. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to pronounce that last part. Are all returning for the Buckeyes. Um, I did not know this, but in doing research for this game, I put it in the topics for you. Marcus Freeman is a former Buckeyes linebacker. It means nothing right. to this matchup, but I thought it was pretty cool. Ohio State is minus 17. The total is 59. I have a pick for this game because it's not in my AM Drive 5, so I'm just going to tell you right now. I like the under 59, but you might sweat it. What are your thoughts on the game going forward? Uh, my initial thought is looking at this spread, it's 17. Definitely. My initial thought is the haves and the have-nots are showing themselves early. I mean, you look at the top two teams in the nation, Ohio State, Alabama. Yep. You could maybe make an argument that Georgia's like right, right below. I know they just lost right. a bunch of defensive players, but they are the defending champs. And then it just seems like there's just everyone else. Yeah. So, and yes, for me, I understand what Marcus Freeman says, you know, like, oh, you know, you know, this means nothing despite the fact that I was a linebacker for Ohio State. I was a grad assistant, I believe, for Ohio State, a coach for Ohio State. Um, This, he's going to feel like a, you know, a son who's coming back to show dad, like, all that I've done. Make I want to make you proud, Dad. But yeah, at the end of the day, when the whistle starts and the and, and the clock starts, it means nothing. Ohio State has just bigger, better, faster, stronger athletes. Um, and I don't know if Marcus Freeman is up to the task in his first game. However, the loser of this game, I believe, is pretty much going to be eliminated from the playoffs. Wow. I know that sounds like a bombshell, but losing this first game, you have to be perfect. And we know that both of these teams, I mean, Notre Dame more so than than Ohio State. Ohio State still has a chance if they can run the table. But, uh, you know, losing another game, the the college football playoff has never accepted a two-loss team. 
Never in the history of their of college football playoff. So you basically have to go perfect, perfect the rest of the season. So this is a tough one to be a part of. And, you know, we talk about this all year, every year. Teams don't want to schedule big-time opponents in the beginning of the season. And from a college football playoff standpoint, I don't blame them. But from a, you know, obviously we want the best action we can have, you know, the best games we can we can watch. This is a phenomenal start to the season. Yeah. That all being said, I, I just don't think Notre Dame can hang with Ohio State. Now, do I want to lay 17? I don't know. I mean, anything can happen. Like you said, a, a, four, no, an, a coast 14-point victory is, is totally in the cards for Ohio State at this point. Um, but the, the, the real spotlight will be on C.J. Stroud. Like, I think he's the Heisman favorite this year. I know Bryce Young is still here. I know Bryce Young won. But it's really hard to win twice. It only happened once. (laughs) And even in spots where I thought guys should have won twice, Jameis Winston, Tim Tebow, just to come off the top of the head, um, they haven't. So I I think C.J. Stroud is the guy to watch this year, and it starts with what is perceived as a top-tier Notre Dame defense. I I don't see the Irish hanging with them. So I think Ohio State wins in a route. Just don't know if I want to lay 17 here in this spot. I got 34-21 Buckeyes. I think the Irish will not suffer as bad as people think. Not because of this matchup, but like in terms of like the, oh, well, Brian Kelly's gone. I don't, I don't care. Like, I feel like I feel like they are who they are. I feel like Marcus Freeman can do good enough. I don't know about this game, obviously. So pick it how you want. I just like the under... Because I like both teams. I think both teams' defenses can be okay. I think we might sweat it late, but I'm going under 59 as my best one here. If I had a, a gun to my head. Yeah, I mean we're we're looking at a guy Tyler Buckner. Well, he played last year, but he's making his first career start in the horseshoe. Good luck. Yeah. Right. Might as well lay 17 then. I mean, I would probably lean toward that. I just okay. That's a big number. Like that's a big it's number huge. to lay in week one. You know. Yep. But right. Notre Dame did have success against new defensive coordinator Jim Knowles last year in the Fiesta Bowl. I mean, they get they they did lose, but they scored thirty five points against them. So never know. Fair enough. Number eleven, whack whack against number three, woof. It's the Ducks and the Dogs. Come on, that was good. The Ducks, <laughs> boo! Duckies and the doggies. Um, obviously the the elf in the room here is the coach of Oregon. Obviously Dan Lanning is the last three years Georgia defensive coordinator. Georgia from that defense last year had seven had a seven round record, fifteen players drafted, including I believe like five defensive players in the first round, which including Trayvon Walker who. You know, give it or take as the number one pick. Um, so <laughs> Aaron, I, I want Georgia to be this really good team, but I'm I'm concerned that Oregon could have them on. I mean, I say it, but I feel like it's it could be a thing. I feel like it could be an upset alert, like closer than people think it could be. I would not be surprised if this game is 27-20 in favor of Georgia, but they have to kind of 
do things right more than just coach to a win like Ohio State could. That's what's tough. I mean, Oregon has to come all the way across the country to play the defending champions in Atlanta. It's a home game basically for Georgia. They seem to get these these kickoff classics right in their backyard every year. Um, yeah, convenient. I don't know if I could lay – I definitely don't think I could lay 17. You're correct. But I, I definitely think that Georgia shouldn't have too much trouble with this team. I think a, a nice arm's length 10 to 13-point victory right. is probably here This you know, probably here for the, for the Bulldogs here. But um, yeah, people are giving steps, Stetson Bennett all this crap. Like, no, he's not Bryce Young. No, he's not C.J. Stroud. But I think he's a competent quarterback. I mean yeah. – he beat out JT Daniels, who we just watched last night. I mean, I know that's not saying much. He didn't have a great game. But I'm just saying, like, you know, he's been able to hold off a lot of guys. Is he a pro quarterback? No, probably not. But sometimes college football or college play are, uh, college quarterbacks don't necessarily translate to the NFL, but they are successful in college. Mm. You know, all this storyline with Kirby Smart and Dan Lanning, like, even Kirby said it himself, like, we're not playing football on Saturday. Like, the kids <laughs> are playing football. Like, I don't trust Bo Nix to beat uh, – to, not Auburn, but I don't trust Bo Nix to beat Georgia. I just – He's 0-3 versus Georgia when he was at Auburn. He is, yeah, he's 0-3, and he's got one total touchdown in three games. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't – again, pick's not in my M drive five. I'd probably lean towards Oregon, you know, keeping it close. Like I said, 13-point, you know, 33-20 kind of thing. Actually, not even that much. Probably in the, in the, in the realm of like 28 – 28-17, 28-14 kind of thing. Like, That's I don't even think I don't even know if Georgia can get. Eh, I think Georgia could probably get thirty on these guys. So yeah, so somewhere in between twenty eight and thirty is uh, is where Georgia falls. So under fifty four as well. Yeah, it's a lean. Fair enough. Number twenty three, Cincinnati. Number nineteen, Arkansas. Luke Fickle has got to retool some things here. Against the rising, well, to be fair, the Razorbacks have been rising in the preseason for like the last five or six years, and nothing ever comes out of it. But hey, KJ Jefferson's still there. Um, the starter for Cincinnati will not be announced until kickoff. That's, I know they probably already have the starter, all like jokes aside, but it's not a great look. Um, I've this one's six and a half in favor of Arkansas. I'm not excited either way. What is your thoughts on this game? Well, I have a bet on this game in my AM drive uh, picks, so I won't go too much into detail with it because I don't want to give away too much that I'm going to be giving you. But, I mean, let's look at it this way. You know, Cincinnati has basically lost the best player potentially in their their history of, of their program in Desmond Ritter. They are probably, well, Sauce Gardner's there as well. And then, of course, Jerome (laughs) Ford is gone, too. I mean, yeah, Sauce Gardner. Yes, I'm a dynasty league. Thanks for mentioning him. Yeah, so, I mean, you have to look at this as a situation of a team, a G5 team like Cincinnati. I look at it like, like UCF. I mean, UCF went undefeated two years in a row and really hasn't been able to get back on that pinnacle ever since. You know, I mean, Uh-oh. G5 recruiting is literally not retooling. It is rebuilding. Uh, and I think K.J. Jefferson and company might be able to take advantage of 
you know, a Cincinnati team that's not just quite there. So again, I think you kind of see where I'm going here. Oh, with this, but you always do it for us. I just, I love it. I mean, there's no way to preview a game and, and have an opinion about it. If you don't kind of already tip your hand, but let's, uh, I'm still going to save it here for the, uh, for the AM drive five picks on the next segment. I got Arky minus six and a half. I mean, that's just, I had him anyways. So there's that. Maybe I this, too. this next one is in my AM drive five. Um, it's Rice. It's number 14, U.S. She. And obviously the big name here is, hey, Lincoln Riley's the coach of the Trojans. I don't know if you haven't heard, but I mean, it's true. He is? So Rice was actually 4-8 and eight last season, and that's their flex of last year because that was their best since 2015. <laughs> and granted, USC was also 4-8, and eight, so, hmm, Interesting. Fun fact here, Lincoln Riley was 23-2 and two against Texas teams in his coaching career. Don't know if that means anything. Being in Oklahoma, playing the Rices in the North Texas, this is in the, you know, Texas Christian School for Blind and, and Deaf People. But, you know, hey, it's, it's cool, cool flex there. Um, Again, for me, I'm going to leave it alone for now, but let's just say don't drink the Kool-Aid from USC just yet. Well, I can say this week you should drink all the Kool-Aid for USC. Okay. Um, they're going to run over Rice, no problem, and everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows in South uh, Southern California here. They, I mean, look at the transfer portal and, and and what it's done for for Lincoln Riley. Obviously, getting his own guys, Caleb and Mario Williams from Oklahoma. Um, Toes! Jordan Addison, the Bolitnikoff winner. Um, you have uh, Jerry Rice's kid who was at Colorado last year who didn't do much, but just add another name. And then, of course, Travis Dye, the number, the leading rusher from Oregon last year. Like, they just literally built a team <laughs> in the transfer portal. Now, how much of that was NIL money? I don't know, but uh, uh-huh. I'm leaning on the over on this one. I think I – think, uh, I think USC is looking at getting probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 points on Rice, and I think Rice can get one or two touchdowns because the reason I'm not as high on USC is their defense. They did really next to nothing to improve it, and it was pretty damn bad last year. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm leaning the over on this one, 61 and a half um, for me. And, yeah, the Lincoln-Riley era will begin with a big blowout, but ultimately I, I am not high on USC this season. I'm this little fun fact here, a little fun sl- um, line I, I wrote down. I'm not drinking the ingredients of plugging Lincoln Riley to a four and eight team, adding some transfers, and it'll taste like red and gold Kool Aid automatically. That's just my th- sorry. Well, if if you think they're if you think they're college football playoff contenders this year, you you will be disappointed. Agreed. But I think they're probably somewhere around an eight to nine win team. Maybe, maybe eight eight win team. Uh, seven, eight. Okay, you can call it call, call it seven to nine, whatever you want to do. I mean, it's all the same. Fair enough. They're gonna they're gonna go to some random bowl, but they're not but year two is really gonna be where the expectations will go through the roof because you have Caleb Williams in another year, a full year, and uh that's where he'll be probably really into the, the Heisman race Agreed. next year. University of Texas, El Paso, against number nine, 
Oklahoma. Um, OU. You want to do Bama first? No, no, no. OU is good. Okay. So Oklahoma, obviously, I'm this one is because Lincoln Riley just left Oklahoma. So there's obviously, you know, Brent Venables, the former Clemson defense coordinator, has got some shoes to fill. Hey, Aaron. Hey, oh, Aaron. That, uh, I didn't know. I thought that was rhetorical. Hey, Mike. Um, Who's the quarterback for Oklahoma? That's a great oh, question. On. I believe it is Dylan Gabriel. Can you give me a second? Jeez. That was I, I can't believe. I thought okay, that was a good play. I like that. But no, I mean, Oklahoma's minus thirty. The over under is fifty seven. Ah, what is your thoughts on this game? <laughs> oh, you I have my AM drive five. Uh, I don't have it in my AM drive five. Although there may be a play on it. Oh, you should just roll in this one. UTEP is nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest here at this point. Um, Dylan Gabriel's coming in. He's an incredible quarterback who's going to have better weapons than he did at UCF. He's going to have his old offensive coordinator in uh, Jeff Levy. So I just – this is a five to six touchdown win for, for OU. I would say I like that. And I'll leave it there. Utah State Aglets – sorry. Yes, the number one – Alabama Crimson Tide. Woo! Um, Alabama's minus 42. It's a lot of points, man. And the total is 57. For Alabama, obviously, you got the Bryce Young. You got that freakish linebacker returning as well. I forgot the guy's name, but he's pretty stinking incredible. Will Anderson. Yeah, no, yeah, he's a he like people talk about Trayvon Walker being a freak. No, Will Anderson is a productive freak. That sounded really weird, but you get it. I like Alabama. This is also my AM drive five, but Utah State's not a pushover here. And there's talks that Alabama, some of Oklahoma State, could be, you know, chilling some transfers here. So while this is in your boy Cinco de Mayo, just let you know that Alabama may not come out all roses either. I don't know where you got that idea. They're going to come out and kill okay. this team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you Utah State. covering 42. Go ahead. That's always the classic issue with, with Alabama. I mean, Alabama first half probably around 20. That's probably the play. They're going to be up 24, 28 nothing going into the locker room in the first half. Like, Alabama first half is like death in taxes. I mean, it's just <laughs> you can just bank on it. Um, but, I mean, you look at this team, Utah State, they struggled with UConn last week. I mean, they, they struggled with UConn last week, so that's all I that's all I really need to know. I mean, they let UConn run all over them, and now you've got uh, you've got the Tuscaloosa Tide coming in, and, or I guess you're coming into their building and taking that two million dollar paycheck. And wow. yeah, the doors are going to get blown off of uh, blowing the roof off of, of Bryant Denny Stadium. Yeah, uh, Will Anderson is incredible, and um, of course you have Bryce Young, and I just don't see a way where Utah State even is competitive in this game. Now, 42, like you said, you know, do they let off the gas at the end? Do they, you know, do they – it's always the play against Alabama is how to figure out how they – what they're going to do at the end of the football game when they're up by five touchdowns. So, yeah, I'd probably lay Alabama 42 here. 
Okay. Um, Bryce Young, who I love, by the way. Like, if there's if there's any time where I would be with the leg, be nice. If there was any time I would lay 42 with Alabama, it would be with Bryce Young at quarterback. Remember, after he broke a passing record at Alabama last year for his first career start, I was one of the first ones to say, oh, I think he's pretty dang good. And I I was a Tua guy. So I I think this guy's already way better than Tua. And Tua's in the NFL. Of course he is. He won a Heisman Trophy. Well, that's that's true, too. But I was a big Tua grew on me a lot. So I think Bryce Young could lay 42. I'm telling you, so about those transfers coming in there and starting for Alabama. And Utah State led the nation in sacks last year, I believe. Just letting you know. I mean, it, that's the thing. You can't – it's hard to really lay this because, mm-hmm. you know, you could – you could Utah State could get beat 49 to – you know, 17, and you're like, oh, yes. I cover you. They still got their Woo! doors blown off. I mean, like, I don't know what, what, I mean, covering a spread and winning a football game or being competitive in a football game are, are sometimes two different things when you're going up against Alabama. And Alabama is literally a six touchdown favorite against a team who's already played a game. Like, yes, can Utah State cover? Sure. Are they going to okay, ever be then. in this? But are they ever going to be in this game? No, no they're not. So I don't like to lay six touchdown spreads like it's just insane like it's okay then it's just it's like i'm never going to be anywhere near alabama in big numbers it's just I mean, i'd rather have alabama against a team you know with a with a you know of 14 spread. yeah i mean it's it's weird it's, especially the first week of the season when bama's up by 40 all the fans have left bryant denny nick saban's pissed off because all the fans left and these players deserve better uh <laughs> you know, it's I I have no – I mean, the thing is, is that Alabama is going to walk right underneath week one. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to give a damn because of all these other great matchups. What? Um, Sunday. There is football Sunday, if you didn't know. It's Florida State Seminoles against the LSU Tigers. The fact that LSU is in the Superdome with a new coach and only getting three – it's pretty funny, in my opinion, because it shows you he's really cheesy and a bum. Like, to me, Notre Dame, like, people act like Brian Kelly was some Jesus Christ over there. They probably don't think that, but people outside of Notre Dame might think that. Catholic joke. But my thing is with Brian Kelly, how many times did Brian Kelly come into a game with Notre Dame where they played a really good team? And they just get their doors beat off of them. I feel like this is going to be like a walkthrough for most. I feel like I feel like Alabama's going to walk through LSU. I feel like Georgia's going to walk through. Everyone's going to walk through LSU while Brian Kelly's there. Because I saw when they were in the national championship game, they were not even competitive at Notre Dame. So I believe Florida State is going to win this game and make the Tigers look silly. Wow, that's a that's a healthy prediction. I mean, I, I, I love to agree with you. I, I <laughs> Brian Kelly is one of the top five head coaches in college football. Oh my god! And he's moving into a program that will give him anything and everything he needs to be successful. Don't forget, Brian Kelly had restrictions at Notre Dame, same as Marcus Freeman will have. 
Yes, mm-hmm. Notre Dame gets good teams. Yes, Notre Dame gets good players, but they have to maintain an academic standard for their university. LSU don't care. What do you need? This kid's got character issues? Fine. Bring them on. We'll, we'll deal with those issues later. <laughs> he wants to smoke this, crack cocaine? Come on, kid. This, this kid's got a rap sheet? Whatever. We'll we'll keep him under wraps. Um, I ultimately believe that LSU is going to trot out Jaden Daniels, the Arizona straight State transfer. Uh, but ultimately, Kelly has not, still not named a quarterback, uh, unless no. he has just recently and I haven't seen it. But... Um, yeah, the Brian Kelly era for LSU begins now. I think he's going to be successful. Not this year necessarily, but I think ultimately he will be successful. Uh, don't sleep on Brian Kelly. Now, this game is tough because I really didn't have high hopes for Florida State this year. And for them to kind of come in and, and, and if they beat LSU and to be 2-0 and right now, that would be <coughs> the, hype, the hype train will be, will be, will be on, the, on the rails here at this point. Um, I think ultimately LSU gets a tight victory here, mm. like real tight, like one point, like game-winning field goal. Like, uh, I'm I'm gonna take Florida State to cover here. Wow, uh, I don't because like I covering three. I think you just said Florida State's gonna I need win. A hook, I need a hook if you're gonna do all that. You just said Florida State's gonna win. What do you mean? But if you tell me there's gonna be close, I need a hook there. I'm surprised you would say that. Like you, you take the three. That's weird. I'd probably take the three with Florida State. I mean, the running game is going to be the calling card for Florida State. Obviously, we saw it last week against Duquesne. Three guys, 100 yards, first time uh, in school history they've done that. Uh, of course, you have Jordan Travis, who actually is growing on me a little bit uh, each week. And 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 you know, last year he grew on me a little bit more too, but. Um, yeah, this one's gonna be tough. I think LSU gets a squeaker. Uh, it's quite unfortunate, but Brian Kelly will usher in uh, his LSU tenure with a dub. I'm gonna say it's like 21 20, something like that. You have a lot of faith in these new coaches of these places, man. I'm telling you, it's Brian Kelly. I mean, he's one of the best coaches oh in college football. I don't think you understand the magnitude of what he's gonna be able to do with a full complement of NIL resources in the SEC. <laughs> He's he's uh, here's the thing. He is um was force fed to me at NBC, kind of like the Falcons are here locally on Fox. I learned to see what they're about, and Notre Dame is one of the most overrated teams I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay, but Notre Dame, like I said, Notre Dame has academic standards that will kind of handcuff them in today's NIL and college football landscape. Marcus Freeman will go through the same thing. They'll always be a top ten program. Or you know, every year, year in and year out, they'll be there. They'll get some bids they're not supposed to get, and they'll get destroyed by these teams. Like college, college football, the landscape's changing, whether you like it or not. It's something a lot of people don't think about right now. Like we're losing rivalries. Like if USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten, like we're use, we're losing Pac-12 rivalries. We're losing Big Ten, uh, Big Twelve rivalries when Oklahoma and Texas go to the SEC. Like wow. Like college football landscape is going to change, and 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 Notre Dame with their academic standards is going to get left in the dust. Woo! Like they're going to get left holding the bag here at this point, and I don't know. I, I kind it's kind of a bittersweet notion. Like don't take this last season for granted, but college football the landscape is going to change drastically next year. I know it didn't just rain, but Jesus just dropped a tear. I'm just saying, like it, it, it does, it does suck. Though I, 
it could be for the better. I don't know, but we're gonna be the, the, we're gonna be losing a lot of rivalries. We're gonna be looking at a very different college football, especially when the college football playoff expands, which I think is gonna happen sooner rather than later. Thank God. Um, that's it for this segment. Coming up, fantasy draft Friday. We'll explain what we're doing, and also, AM Drive Five Season Two is back. We'll be right back to the AM Drive. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for twenty-six dollar hoodies, sixteen dollar shirts, even thirteen dollar mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. it's almost that time fantasy football is almost among us the season starts <laughs> september 8th if you are into fantasy football uh but you got to do it with yahoo fantasy and not only yahoo fantasy yahoo fantasy in the am drive go to mikeandarendrive.com click that yahoo fantasy app sign up for a team or if you're a commissioner sign up for a league yep get started with yahoo fantasy today the sooner the better because you don't want to be shut out from winning and talking smack amongst your friends <laughs> I dig it. Is this the last fantasy draft Friday? Like the last fantasy draft for a while? Because we have the football and the AM Drive 5. It might be. Yeah, I think it might be. It's the end of an off season, man. <laughs> I need your hat off. Maybe our maybe our AM Drive 5 becomes our our uh, what do you call it? our barometer <laughs> for, for the for the We're bet so we made. Just rest on our boob. Well, I, I have like a like a little wrinkle in the in the thing there. So okay. Anyways, uh, um, uh, yeah, this might be it for a while. I don't know, we'll figure it out. Well, what is this one? Explain it, because you're the one who kind of got this up. All right, so today's Fantasy Draft Friday is NFL MVP candidates. It's actually not going to be a five-burger. It's oh. going to be a four-piece here. 
we're each going to 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 draft uh, four candidates that we believe will win the MVP this season. Now there is a wrinkle of the four. We must have one quarterback, one running back, and one wide receiver, and then one player who mm. could be anything. Ooh. So, with that being said, I will give you first pick in today's fantasy draft. All You know, it's funny. Like, you knew I would do something crazy here. It's like, here's the thing. I'm high on a few teams, okay? You've got the of the world. I won't say the name because I want you to draft them. But um, you've, you've just got you've got a betting favorite to win the MVP. But I'm not stupid. I understand what could actually happen here. I'm going to go with my first pick being Patrick Mahomes. You can take the other guy all you want to, man. I'm going to Patrick Mahomes. I feel like Patrick Mahomes, with Tyreek Hill gone, every, you're laughing. Everybody's just riding no. off the Chiefs. I'm telling you what, man. Mahomes, boy, cook him up. 5,000 yards again. Yeah, I'm not laughing at that at all. I mean, he was one of the options I had here. I I think definitely this year more than ever, he would be eligible for a real, like, legit, most valuable player. Uh, For me, yeah, I mean, I'm going to take the – I'm going to take the favorite, especially with my first-round pick here is Josh Allen. I mean, he's the favorite to win the MVP this year, so it makes perfect sense to to bring him aboard this, this team. And already take a small leg up on you in the fantasy draft. Lord have mercy. You're up 35 to 15. So I guess I owe you a $50 for an axe gift card because, I mean, technically, you, you, did, you did win. So they're not going to win. I got to get the 50. I got to get the 50. Okay, cool. You know, I'll, take, I'll, I'll, I'll take my savings there. Um, my next one, I really want one running back, but I'm going to have to go with the one that's safe. I'm a big Colts fan, right? And I know, I know, like Matt Ryan's our quarterback, and I've been, you know, smack talking about, you know, Mister the Return of the Man who led Tom Brady twenty-eight to three. But I'm gonna go with the running back here, Jonathan Taylor, because I feel like Derrick Henry is like older, in my opinion. Like he's getting older. He's coming off off an injury. John Taylor, to me, has better vision. So I'll take Jonathan Taylor as my running back here. And who knows? I could get Derek Henry later if you don't. So we'll see. Fair enough. You could possibly get Derek Henry. I, I'm kind of in that same boat with you in terms of, you know, we saw Derek Henry break down. I kept wondering for years when that uh, when that train was going to need repairs. Smack uh, I'm going to go back to the QB well, because I think this guy is actually going to win MVP this year. Oh. Uh, and that is Lamar Jackson. Wow. Okay, you stole him from me. That was my <laughs> that was my wild card. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is my any, any spot pick. I figured I might need to get him early just in case. Uh, so, yeah, Lamar, give me Lamar Jackson as uh as like my that. flex position mvp so to speak i like that um next up for me i guess i'll just pick a wide receiver here i'm gonna go with i got two young guys here 
I mean, it's so hard to win. You know, this this guy's not going to win it, but Dane, it'd be cool if he did. Has any so, wide receiver ever won MVP? Probably. Jerry Rice, I think. Right? Yeah, probably. That's probably it. I don't know. I, I don't even know if he's won one. I'm sure he has. But... I swore when I was doing the research he had, but we'll see. Um, as you're doing that, I'm I'm gonna go with the guy who I trust the quarterback of more. But then that would be stupid because then the quarterback would be right in here. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go with Jamar Chase. I'll take him. I like I think okay. Jamar Chase, I, I like his if he if that special duo between him and Burrow is good, it's gonna be awesome. Let's just pray that nobody else on the Bengals shows up receiving, but Obviously, if, if you, you you kind of take what you get with that one, you're like, oh, well, Joe Burrow might win the MVP instead, anyways. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Uh, to me, unless there's a name that I don't recognize, there has not been wow a wide receiver to ever win. And you're MVP. 45, so you would know. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I I pray the day you get to my age, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna really be 45 at that point. So. Uh, <laughs> All right, heading back here to the draft because I'm going to just choose to let that stuff slide. Right. Um, I'm going to take what's relatively a dark horse, although really you kind of almost shouldn't be a dark horse, provided he stays healthy and the ball bounces the right way for the Carolina Panthers, and that's Christian McCaffrey. Oh, I'll take him as my God. running back. Uh, he is going to be my my running back spot for MVP here. Mm. Uh, and I think realistically, if the Panthers can make the playoffs or God forbid win the division and it's because of him, he should strongly be considered. I love, I love that pick. That was my second flex option because you stole the first one. Okay, cool. Not to think of a flex. <laughs> uh, so uh, you have to pick a wide receiver. So I might have to do that for you. But then again, that'll become a stupid flex pick. I probably am going to need another quarterback here. So, I'm going to have to do a quarterback. I'm going to say, this is tough. I didn't plan for you stealing both those guys. Boom! Okay. I'm going to throw this one out there, and I'm going to go with um Tom Brady. Oh, what? Oh, man, you had Justin Herbert sitting right there on the table. <laughs> no, Aaron Rodgers was, was a better pick, but I'll go Tom Brady. Yikes. All right, well, yes, I do have to pick a wide receiver, so I might as well pick one of the best ones in the game and one of the ones who has started out his career absolutely incredible, and that's Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was either him or Cup, but I think Justin Jefferson has a real ability to – Again, none of these none of these wide receivers are winning MVP, but uh, I mean, if Cooper Cup doesn't win it with a triple crown, nobody's winning it as a wide receiver. But give right. me Justin Jefferson, and that rounds out my my core four for <laughs> the NFL MVP this year. Good water, by the way. Core. Get him on exactly. board sponsorship. <clears throat> Let's do it. All right, it's time for the AM Drive Five. I'm gonna go ahead and rattle off of my go ahead. my five picks here. I uh, oh where'd my other one go? There it is. Okay, I have my notes here. I had to switch from MVP picks to notes. So all right, I'm gonna rattle them off here real quick. As you guys know, I had Arkansas 
minus well, now six and a half in the AM drive five. We talked about it early in the show. So Arkansas minus I had seven over Cincinnati, Michigan State, Western Michigan. I'm going to take the under 54 and a half uh, mm-hmm. in that spot. Mississippi State. I'm going to lay the 17 with them over Memphis. Will Rogers is uh, real fun to cool. watch. So if you get a chance to watch this one, watch Will Rogers play. Uh, USF, oof, rivalry. I'm going to take them plus 12 versus BYU. I'm not super high on BYU this year. So I'll take South Florida to get a close loss, let's call it. Uh, and then a money line underdog of the week. This ain't your Malik Willis's Liberty team. They're going to go down and play Southern Miss. I think Southern Miss is going to get them. Going to get them. Plus 145 over Liberty in Hugh Freeze. That's my AM drive five. Fair enough. Um, so that was five, right? That was five, yeah. I'm proud of you. My um, picks are going to be number nine, Oklahoma, laying the 3-0 against Texas El Paso, UTEP. Rice. Love rice. I, it's boring. Plus 33 versus number 14, USC, and the plug-and-play Trojans. Utah State, plus 42 Versus the complacent second half Alabama team. Georgia State. Hello, locals. Plus 12 and a half versus South Carolina Gamecocks. And North Carolina Tar Heels and Appalachian State in a shootout of over 56. I guess I like it. I can dig it. Thank you. I can dig it. All right, that's going to do it here for us on this Friday edition. Enjoy the college football games. Mike and Sammy will be back for Action Monday, recapping it all, plus their best and worst of the weekend. Don't forget, we had big news in the NBA. Mike and Sammy are going to discuss it. Spider Mitchell headed to Cleveland. This is for you. (laughs) All that and more, of course, on the AM Drive. But in the meantime, in between time, support us at Mike and Aaron Drive. Dot com, the socials, the sponsors, the YouTube, all of it. So for Michael Carvelis, I'm Aaron Crouch saying have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the football. And as always, drive safe.